I'd like to welcome you to the Bad Batch Review. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. So check it out. This is my second attempt to try and do this show. I already recorded the show once, and I didn't turn on my microphone. I feel so stupid. But we're back, and we're talking about episode 9 of The Bad Batch called Bounty Lost. This episode was pretty amazing. We have a lot to unpack, a lot that I think will lead into future Star Wars movies, shows, animated things, all to come. And of course, you're listening to this on Han Talks first. If you're watching on the YouTube, welcome. Feel free to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We come here every week and talk about the Bad Batch, but we also have a regular show on Mondays, which is the Han Talks first show, where we talk about the latest and greatest happening in the Star Wars world and other fun topics which you can find out there. So before we jump into the actual content of what happened in episode nine, I want to talk about something that's kind of weird to me on Disney Plus whenever you're watching The Bad Batch. So do you guys know every time the show starts, it it says, you know, this is a Star Wars show and then it comes up with the Bad Batch logo and a little bit of music there. And this opening stinger only lasts for about three seconds. But yet at the bottom right hand of the screen, every single time it says skip intro and there's an option where you can skip that intro. Has anyone actually ever clicked it? I clicked it for the first time this week and it literally skips like one second of the opening. And I was like, what is the point of this button? All right, so getting into the nitty gritty, talking about the Bad Batch, talking about Fennec Shan and Cad Bane. And also don't forget... Omega. Okay, I'm sorry, but I say it that way because whenever Omega says it, she says it kind of funny because of her accent. But I will refrain from doing it any longer on this episode of the reviews. So the big story this go around of this episode was we finally got answers to questions we have been asking for the past several weeks, such as who hired Fennec Shand? Who hired Cad Bane? What is the significance of Omega in this story? Why is she important? And where is this series going? So we did find out that Fennec Shan and Cad Bane were both hired by the Kiminoans. Fennec Shan was hired by, I think her name is Tung Li or Tung Lao, something like that. But she is one of the Kiminoans who wants to capture Omega to lead her to safety and safe passage from the other Kiminoans who hired Cad Bane. And they want Omega so that they can extract DNA from her to use for their future line of clone assemblies and then kill her after they're done with her. So what was so interesting and fun about this twist of events was for the past several weeks, we've been asking the question, who hired Cad Bane? Who hired Fennec Shan? We've been speculating that we kind of thought here on the show that it was the Kiminoans who hired both of them, but that Cad Bane was hired after Fennec Shan because Fennec failed to capture her the first time. And now we come to find out that it was actually, they were both hired by two separate parties, two separate factions of the Kiminoans who both want her for the same reason, but different endings. Also in this episode, it was revealed who exactly Omega is and where she comes from. Not necessarily her purpose going forward, but we did find out that Omega comes from where she falls in the line of assembly for the clones. She is the last clone. But to every Omega, there is an Alpha. Alpha, in this situation, being Boba Fett, an unaltered clone of Jango Fett, the official biological son to Jango. And Omega, it was revealed, she is the counterpart to Boba Fett. She is the last assembly of the line, but also an unaltered clone, and as Tech put it, a pure first-generation 
DNA copy of Jango Fett, making them brother and sister. This is incredibly important because I think this will tie into future Star Wars going forward. I definitely think we're going to see Cad Bane return into live action and quite possibly even Omega since this news had come to be revealed. We all know the Book of Boba Fett is coming. It's on the way. It was already shot. It took them seven months to shoot it. And we're going to be seeing it really soon. December of this year, actually. And the question is now, could a older Omega show up in this series and reunite with her brother Boba Fett, maybe even for the first time? But not just that, Cad Bane. Cad Bane in this episode was introduced to a worthy opponent in Fennec Shand. They had some great fights in this episode. And Cad Bane, you know, he is a one of the best. He's one of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy, and no one gets in his way up until Fennec Shand, an unexperienced bounty hunter who just happens to stumble into this world and start to be a worthy opponent for him. I will say some of the choreography, some of the shots, the visuals of this episode were beautiful. Now, of course, one of the things in question is where was this location they were fighting on? Some people thought it was Bespin. I don't believe that to be the case, but the atmosphere and the environment they took place where they chose to hold some of these fights was a beautiful addition to the actual choreography going on on screen. And through the fights, it was when Fennec Shan revealed to Omega that she, her purpose is to die, but she wanted to save her. Which makes us also question, does Fennec Shan know more about Omega than Omega knows about herself? And of course, on top of this, when they were having this discussion, it took place in this room of this planet where there were a bunch of vads of Kiminoan clones, which some people speculate was some of the first phase operations of the Snoke clone. However, I don't think that's to be the case because I just I just think, I mean, ultimately it led up to that, but the Kiminoans are the cloners of the galaxy. And I think this was just showing that before they got into human trials, they did testing on themselves just to make sure that they can get it correct. But anyway, we know live action Fennec Shan exists and she will be in the Book of Boba Fett. And because of this, and the rival with Cad Bane, and the connection with Boba Fett between both of them, I think that Cad Bane will reprise his role live action in the book of Boba Fett, and it would lead to an ultimate showdown. Not only because it would be really freaking cool, but also because early concepts of the ending of the Clone Wars, before Disney canceled it the first time, it was originally going to have a story of episodes where Cad Bane would go up against Boba Fett in a final showdown because they're two of the best. So I think now that they didn't get the chance to finish that story, they might reprise it and bring it back into the book of Boba Fett and do it live action, which I think is something all of us would really like to see. Another cool thing about this episode was the opening. I loved seeing Crosshair chase the Batch through space. Uh, I think we need more space battles in Star Wars. You know, the original trilogy had them the best, I think. The prequels had them pretty well done. And then we kind of lost it in the sequels. The animated shows, they're a little bit more grounded than they are take place in space. But, you know, I think we could see some of that, some more of that as well going forward. And also, just a little side note, the little protocol droid that helps out Cad Bane, what a little douche monkey. I, I want to punch this little douche right in his little face and, you know, over and over and over because Omega helped him out when he was in need and I thought he was going to turn. I thought he was going to help her find safe passage when Cad Bane was after her later, but nope, he just decided to be a little douchebag and go after her and not change his ideology at all like a little prick. <laughs> Sorry, I have... Anyone who goes against Omega is you know i have a problem with them omega is my is my little baby 
She's she's beautiful. Don't mess with her. Don't mess with my baby. Bottom line, everybody, this was the halfway point. Well, a little bit over halfway, but this was a great halfway point, a great middle act to keep us going and have us wonder where is this show going. There's a lot of theories out there start stating that the Bad Batch will meet their demise by the end of this limited series, which I, I believe is also true. One, for the fact that we have never seen them in any other Star Wars material take place after the Bad Batch or after the Clone Wars. But two, it would serve the story very well. I mean, the whole story centers around the importance of this one character, Omega. We don't know what exactly, but we do know it ties into future Star Wars, whether that's the evolution of the Stormtroopers, which obviously failed because Stormtroopers suck at shooting everything, but it could also lead into other things that we have yet to learn or to see on screen. But it would make sense to me, and I could see them doing it in a way where each episode up to the finale, a new member of the batch passes away. Bad batches only. And it would serve the story because we've already seen them start to put their life on the line just for this lonely girl, Omega, so they can help her find her place in this world. Ultimately, that leading to their purpose. One of the first things we ever addressed on the show of the Bad Batch reviews was this show should center around finding your own independence, finding your self-worth, even if you are a clone, figuring out what makes you human. But that's it for today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bad Batch Reviews. We will be back next week discussing episode 10, and I hope you'll join us. And I hope you'll check out other episodes of Han Talks first on both the podcast and the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being here today. And now, somehow, someway, somewhere this week, may the Force be with you.